Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. We begin today with a nice bit of Dixieland recorded in about 1950 by Pete Daly's Chicagoans. It's Capital 1238. The title of the record is the Daly Double. And away we go. Starting this edition of the Shellac Stag with a nice bounce and even a bit of humor, Pete Daly's Chicagoans Daly Double. That was a Pete Daly original recorded in about 1950 for the Capitol label. I'm not sure why the band was called Pete Daly's Chicagoans. Pete Daly, whose real name incidentally was Thamen Pierce Daly, was born in Portland, Indiana, which is way over on the eastern side of the state, bordering Ohio, not too far from Richmond, Indiana. So he wasn't originally from the Chicago area, and he formed the band near Hollywood after he had moved out to the West Coast. So no real Chicago connection there, except perhaps just a way to harken back to Chicago-style jazz of the 1920s. Allegedly, it was Pete Daly's band that Jack Webb went to listen to regularly when he was preparing to film Pete Kelly's Blues for TV back in the 1950s. Pete Daly's Chicagoans made quite a few recordings for Capitol, Jump, and a few other little labels in the late 40s and early 50s, and I think they're quite good. 
Anyway, that welcomes you and me to this edition of the Shellac Stack. If you're just joining us, my name is Brian Wright. I'm so glad you're here today as we listen to 78 RPM records of the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and even into the 1950s. And that opening record, Daily Double, establishes the theme of today's program, which is another same song, second version edition of the Shellac Stack. Every once in a while, I like to go across the shelves and pull out two different versions of the same song and compare them. That's one of the joys, I think, of collecting 78s is finding songs you like and then finding many, many versions of them done by different performers through the years. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to listen to, I think, about seven different songs in this hour-long program, but each of them we'll hear twice in two contrasting performances. We're going to start our first set with Sidney Bechet and Claude Luther and his orchestra, a Vogue record made in Paris in October of 1949. This is a rag composed by William H. Tyers back in about 1911. It's called Panama. Will Tyers was at one time the arranger for Burt Williams and George Walker. He performed with James Reese Europe's orchestra and later with Will Cook's syncopated orchestra. Unfortunately, Will Tyers died when he was only in his 40s in about 1924. But he left us a couple of really memorable pieces, including Maori and this one, Panama. After Sidney Bechet, we'll hear it played by the Dick Hyman Trio on an MGM record from 1954. So to start out this edition of Same Song, Second Version on the Shellac Stack, two versions of Panama. Thank you. 
When Panama was first published in 1911, it featured some subtle tango rhythms throughout, and Dick Hyman returns to those Latin-flavored roots in his rendition of Panama, recorded for the MGM label in 1954. That was record number 11916. And what an interesting-sounding piano that was, almost like a harpsichord. <laughs> it was fairly percussive, but I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. In moderation, a piano like that can be fun. Before that, we heard from Sidney Bechet with Claude Luther and his orchestra, a recording made in Paris in October of 1949, and their rendition of Panama that's a little more in the New Orleans flavor, which is, I suppose, how we more often hear that tune these days, if we hear it at all. That was on the French Vogue label V5039. Two renditions of Panama to start out this edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'm glad you're here. We're listening to... I don't know, six or seven different songs today and two contrasting versions of each. And up next, we'll head back to June of 1922 and a recording on the Jeanette label by Sam Lannan's famous players. The tune is called Parade of the Wooden Soldiers. You'll probably recognize it. My wife, when she heard this for the first time, instantly recognized it because over in Japan, this serves as the theme music to this day, I believe, for a little TV program called Three Minutes Cooking, where they teach you very quick recipes uh, that you can whip up, and this is the theme music. After Sam Lannan's version, we'll hear a brilliant solo piano rendition by Pauline Alpert, recorded in February of 1944 for the Sonora label, number 1043. Pauline Alpert had a very, very long career as a pianist. She made some exquisite records, only a handful of them in the 1920s for Victor, and then recorded only sporadically and the decades after that, but everything she ever put on wax sounds great to me. So two versions now of Parade of the Wooden Soldiers, beginning with Sam Lannan.
performance by the always entertaining Pauline Alpert, recorded in 1944, Parade of the Wooden Soldiers, and I'll even forgive the label of Sonora 1043, which proclaims clear as a bell. (laughs) Sonora records typically were not clear as a bell. They were usually pressed on pretty cruddy shellac with a lot of surface noise, and this one's no exception, but the piano does come through reasonably well and uh, it's a record I love very, very much. Pauline Alpert continued performing well into her 70s and 80s, and there's a video of her on YouTube in later years, hunched over the piano, but still playing absolutely brilliantly. Look it up if you can. Before that, Sam Lannan and his famous players on Jeanette 4919 from June 29th of 1922, and their Foxtrot rendition of the Parade of the Wooden Soldiers. Up next, I've got a song written by Percy Winrick, a ragtime-era composer 
who was born in Joplin, Missouri in 1880. He went to Chicago around the turn of the century and enrolled at Chicago Musical College. He studied there for a while and then began composing Tin Pan Alley-type pop songs and a few rags. He had his biggest splash around 1910-1915 with things like the Red Rose Rag and the Smiler Rag and Crab Apples and Peaches and Cream, and then started to fade from the scene in the 1920s, though he remained somewhat active. This song came out in about 1926. It's called Lantern of Love. We'll hear it first performed by the Peerless Quartet on a Victor record number 20012 from March 1st of 1926. After that, a dance band rendition by Paul Ash and his orchestra, featuring Milton Watson, the vocalist, on Columbia 574-D, a recording made in Chicago on February 9th of 1926. So, two contrasting renditions now of Lantern of Love, a very pleasant tune by Percy Winrick. Oh, 
two versions of Lantern of Love. First, the Peerless Quartet on the Victor label, followed by Paul Ash and his orchestra on Columbia. And a nice, spacious-sounding recording that is. Both of those recorded in the late winter of 1926. Lantern of Love comes from the musical comedy Castles in the Air, which features a rather goofy story. It concerns two young men, Monty Blair and John Brown, who mistake an exclusive Westchester resort for an inn. They decide to pretend to be nobility, and Monty introduces John as a Latvian prince. Evelyn's uncle Philip decides to teach her a lesson about social climbing by taking her to Latvia, where he intends to expose John as an imposter, but the plan backfires because John really is a prince. Oh my. (laughs) Probably a fun show. It opened in September of 1926. Keep in mind, these recordings were made seven months or so before that, so I wonder if this was a song that was written independently and then just stuck into the production, or maybe the score was just completed quite a bit before the show actually opened. In any case, it's a nice song. We'll turn from that to organist Jesse Crawford and something he made in Chicago at the Wurlitzer building there in October of 1926. It's a tune by Hal Keitel and Ted Fiorito called Meadowlark. A very, very nice tune. After Jesse Crawford, we'll hear it played by Isham Jones and his orchestra on Brunswick 3335 from September of 1926. Frank Munn will be the vocalist on that. So as we continue our same song, second version... Here we present Meadowlark. Thank you. 
an exquisite arrangement of a really enjoyable tune, Meadowlark. That was the Isham Jones Orchestra, preceded by Jesse Crawford. Both of those recorded in the fall of 1926. Well, from 1926, we'll head up to 1932 now, or thereabouts, a recording by the San Remo Dance Orchestra of a song called Lady of Spain. This is on the Crown label, 3286. We'll follow the San Remo Dance Orchestra with a version of the same tune by the Rondeliers and Piano Pals on Columbia 2546 from September of 1931. So two renditions now of Lady of Spain. Thank you. 
two renditions of Lady of Spain, beginning with the San Remo Dance Orchestra on the Crown label, followed by the Rondeliers and Piano Pals on Columbia. For those of you just joining us, my name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack, a little program on which I play 78 RPM records of the 19-teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. If you like what you hear and you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Feel free to send along your comments, suggestions, or requests. Again, shellacstack at gmail.com. I also invite you by the Shellacstack website, which is www.shellacstack.com. There you can listen to past programs in the series, browse label scans, see what else I'm up to, and if you like, send me a note through the website. There's a handy little contact form there as well. Again, www.shellacstack.com. Okay, let's head back to the early 30s now and a record by Earl Hines and his orchestra featuring Omer Simeon on the alto and baritone sax for an Earl Hines original, one of his most famous compositions. It's called Rosetta. This was originally recorded for the Brunswick label and issued by Brunswick, but at some point the Columbia label took over Brunswick's masters of this period and they issued an alternative take on Columbia 35878, and that's what we'll hear. It was made in New York February 13, 1933, Rosetta. After that, we'll hear the same tune played by Brother Bones and his shadows on the tempo label TR674 from about 1947. Brother Bones does the whistling, and it's a fine version of Rosetta. Both of these taken at a fairly relaxed pace, both of them enjoyable in their own way. Beginning our little Rosetta set, here is Earl Hines.
that cat coming down the street? Out of habit, I introduced that record as being by Brother Bones and his Shadows, but we really don't hear the Shadows, the jazz band that usually backs him up. Instead, we've got Herb Kern at the Baldwin organ. Still Brother Bones whistling and playing the bones and a fine rendition of Rosetta. Before that, Earl Hines and his orchestra and their version of Rosetta. Well, to close out the program, I've got a pairing of two performers who probably aren't often put back-to-back on the same program. First, we'll hear Vernon Dalhard, followed by Jimmy Noon and his orchestra. And what tune could those two have in common? Well, it's Way Down Yonder in New Orleans, a song written by Henry Creamer and J. Turner Layton. The Dalhart was made in November of 1922 on the Banner label, and the Jimmy Noon comes from January of 1936 on the DECA label. Closing out today's program, we'll head way down yonder in New Orleans. Yes, where do you think I'm going when the wind starts blowing strong? Yes, where do you think I'm going when 
when the nights are growing long. I ain't going east, I ain't going west, I ain't going over the cuckoo's nest. I'm bound for the town that I love best, where life is one sweet song. Way down yonder in New Orleans, in the land of dreamy scenes, there's a garden of Eden, that's what I mean. Three old babies with flashing eyes, softly whisper with tender sighs. Ah. Oh, won't you give your lady fair a little smile? Ah. You bet your life you'll linger
Yes, sir. Jimmy Noon and his orchestra way down yonder in New Orleans. And that brings to a close this edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. Thank you so much for joining me this hour. I hope you found some records that you enjoyed, and I hope you'll help spread the word to family and friends about our little Shellac Stack programs. And most of all, I hope we'll see you back here next time when we'll do it all over again. Until then, take care and bye-bye.